Hello, everyone, and welcome to another live stream. And this is also going to be released as a podcast. And there's going to be a video replay available for um, um, members. And members can also watch this live and uh, ask me uh, any questions. So I thought since we're working a little bit on um, these uh, melodic structures this week, I thought we would um, take a look at a Giant Steps solo, actually not Giant Steps, 26-2, but it's kind of those sort of Coltrane type changes. So I thought we'd um, start with that. And so I'm going to play a little bit and um, play us in, play a little bit of a solo exercise over um, changes for 26.2. And um, playing this fairly slowly, so hopefully get a sense for um, some of the really kind of challenges with it, um, trying to connect, connect lines with um, chord changes that change every basically or key changes um, change kind of two beats at a time or depending how you look at it but um, so I'll start out by playing a little bit So there are a couple 
course courses there um where you hear to some hear some something so i um you know very intentionally um played a lot of kind of melodic structures just kind of give you the idea a little bit of the theme that we're working with um in the last couple of days so um so we'll dive in a little bit here into um this Coltrane solo. Um, so we'll look at kind of the first chorus, kind of with with the intent really of trying to uh, locate some of these um, melodic structures, see what we can find here. All right, so we start with um, C here on the on the F, F chord, so we have, that's gonna be the fifth of that chord. And then we're gonna have A flat seven. We start with the, the nine, third, and then we play the fifth of the, of the D flat. seven going to the fifth of the a major seven let's take a look at just just kind of that so you can see we start of the fifth of each tonic chord the f fifth of d flat and the fifth of the a major and we could also see that each time on the dominant chord, and he starts with the nine. Okay. And even on the C7 here, which we haven't quite talked about. So it's got a bit of a pattern here. It's pretty clearly uh, laid out. So we have, We have this this tone, um, coming in here, and um, and so it's kind of the same same repeated pattern. You can almost kind of just transpose it. Let's take a look at um, at this F seven. What he does on this F seven. So we have. So we have a um, a C minor melodic structure here, um, basically. Well, we have the C minor triad, okay, and then we're gonna have the the third of that chord. So maybe not the melodic structure, but we have the minor triad, okay, and then we have the third so we have let's check this out so if we kind of transpose this okay so it is the f melodic structure let's check the math on it okay maybe not we've got 
we kind of compress all these. Let's see, we got uh, A, G, E flat, and C. So we'll call it a, um, really kind of more of an arpeggio. So we might say C minor, six on that sound there. All right, so let's carry on and see if we can look at a little more. This we won't look at the, the whole solo, but we're gonna just see if we can, um, you know, find some of these elements or just get some ideas of how he's um, handling these changes. All right, so let's get back to this uh, solo here. So we're going to look at the next next four measures. All right, we got a root of the B flat. nines on the uh, dominant seven. Okay. Now there, we have this uh, D flat seven. Okay, and so we have, now we do have a um, A flat minor melodic structure. Okay, so that you can start one of these on the fifth of a given chord. So that would be the case here. So plays. Okay. So that would be A flat minor melodic structure on the D flat seven. Okay, and then it's going to re resolve to the third of the G flat. So that helps to resolve things a little bit, so we have okay, and then we're gonna go D minor seven. So what does he play on that? Okay, so we get D minor triad, and this is the uh, sixth of a D minor. That B there, uh, it's also the third of a G seven. Check this out. Okay, so you can really hear the changes and what he's doing there. All right, so we'll look at get some more. So what do we have here? Okay. 
right, so we have a few chord tones here. It's a little reminiscent of the uh, uh, melody, uh, A flat seven. So let's see what he does there. So we get a couple of chord tones, okay, and then we get this C flat. So that is a sharp eleven or sharp sharp nine rather. So it's sharp nine. Okay, so we get on the D flat, we get the third and the root note, and back to the third, flat seven. Okay. Okay, on the A flat major seven, we just kind of have a C sharp minor triad. And then the C7. You might think of that in terms of maybe passing tone, or, or you could think of it in terms of um, bebop type scale. C7. Okay, so that's where you connect kind of the flat seven to the root or the root to the flat seven. Okay, and then. Okay, we get the third and the um, uh, root of F7, and then we get the um, nine and flat seven of C7. So let's see, we play through that a little bit slowly. So we'll venture on and see what else we can learn here. All right, B flat. Chord tones there. A flat seven, both chord tones there, D flat major, sticks with the uh, D flat major triad, gets a, uh, what you might call G sharp diminished, but really kind of flat seven, fifth and third of the E seven, and then on A major seven, stepwise motion, just kind of up in A major scale, and then C7, landing on the flat seven root, and then going to the third of the F. Uh, All right, so we'll continue on here. Okay, so we have the uh, F 
seven chord. Okay, so it's going to the, the root of E. So we have the F7. I'll play through that slowly here. We can see how these, um, just kind of the contours of these phrases, how they really fit within um, four measures pretty pretty neatly. So just kind of taking a look at the contour of the phrases. Okay, so we have E minor seven going to the sixth of that. We kind of start with that with this grace note. But we end up on this this note here. There we go. Okay, A seven. So that's between the third and the fifth of that tone. As well, G minor. Okay, here we've got C7, we've got the sharp nine on that, and then the flat nine. Okay, so we're starting to see a little more of those, although we did look a little bit at those earlier. All right, well, let's take a look at maybe. Um, Couple more lines and then we'll call it a day here. All right. So we have seen a little bit of the melodic structures, not entirely, but I think if we look at um, uh, giant steps, we might might see a little more of the um those as well as uh pentatonics okay so let's continue on we'll maybe just finish out one time through the form of the tune Okay, so what do we have here? F major seven. Okay, get that. Kind of ends up on the root there of that note of that chord, A flat seven. 
we've kind of seen this line too with the F7. So let's play through this a, a little bit here. see this uh this is definitely a melodic structure here so we've kind of in a version of it so if we were to take it reorder it um to our kind of baseline more familiar kind of thing we would d flat e flat f and then the a flat so we have those we have those notes just kind of more of an inversion and uh, maybe a permutation as well so, okay so we get um a nice melodic structure, another example of that. So that's cool to see. Yeah, another thing too is that, you know, it's it's always hard when you're analyzing or doing overview overview of a um, particular solo or something it's hard to say what what someone was doing um but anyway we'll find some melodic structures okay we get the third of b flat flat seven of the E. So he's hitting a lot of major sevens here on the major chords. The nine. Okay, so um, so we came across at least two uh melodic structures i see see actually more just kind of glancing down so not quite as many as i had expected so there's one that i'm seeing coming up in the transcription on on a d flat major seven okay it's really the same inversion as the one we did earlier i think um so maybe he had that one or like that one um and then let's see if any others just kind of so um so definitely in there not as many as i had thought but um maybe we'll look at some of his other solos and and things too all right so you know when and that kind of brings up up the point that you wouldn't necessarily want this to be the only thing that you do on it. Um, so kind of use melodic structures, maybe use pentatonic scales, maybe use arpeggios, triads, um, a bebop scale, um, or just kind of encircling and, and passing tones. Um, so as far as note choices, um, a lot of um, 
things that we can do. We can play slightly ahead. Um, that was one thing that that happened there on that F major seven, where he plays on the first beat, two chord tones, and then on beat two, plays chord tones for the next chord, um, one beat early. So that's another little thing that you can do now. On um, on this tune, because the chords change so quickly, you may not want to stretch out too far or get too far away from uh, what's what's going on because you might um, kind of lose your listener, you might lose yourself, you might lose your bandmates. So um, so this is one where you know kind of melodic structures and pentatonics can really be helpful or playing arpeggios. So I'm going to play a little bit, um, do a real slow kind of pass through because I want to think a little bit about um, some of the takeaways. Um, so landed on some some nines, especially on the dominant chords, a lot of fifths to start out with. Um, and fifths tend to resolve to, to nines too, so that may not be entirely surprising. So all right, so I'm going to play through kind of slow and see if we can work a little bit with some of those concepts there. Well, thanks so much for checking this out, and I will see you all in the next one. Have a great practice session.